Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Blind Shots Podcast. I'm your host, David Hill, and this is short game session number five. Kearney Hill, the old course, and a great walk. Some of you may know that I have engaged over on the blog in something I'm calling the Kearney Hill Project. No relation. Uh, what that is, is I'm doing a deep dive of all 18 holes out at Kearney Hill Golf Links here in Lexington, doing one post per hole. I'm trying to look at each hole from an architectural perspective, uh, looking at it from deciphering the strategy and how best to play it uh, in relation to its physical features and um, what my experience has been with conditions and prevailing wind and that sort of thing. And I'm using pictures for context to highlight certain features or, or certain you know, just uh, characteristics. And so I've needed new pictures for that. Um, I wanted pictures of specific things in some instances. So the courses have been closed here in Lexington for about a month. Uh, today they are actually reopened officially. People are playing golf, but they had been closed, so I could just head out um, and snap my pictures now that the, the weather has broken for the better and we've got some uh, the makings of leaves on trees. So, uh, you know, in on four different evenings I've been out there trying to catch some, some magic hour um, sunlight, that, that golden sunlight late in the day that makes golf pictures so pretty. Uh, the first time I went out there by myself, the second time I took our five-year-old and the dog with me. They just had a blast, just laughing and smiling the whole time. Um, then on Saturday, we had some particularly nice weather and we made it a family affair. Uh, so it was myself, my wife, two kids and a dog, and we had the run of the place. It was fantastic. Uh, then I went back on Sunday and did a little run. I needed a jog, and I knew that the courses were going to be reopening soon, so I thought it was kind of a now or never situation. On a side note, it turns out that if you go straight down the middle of the fairway to the green and then straight to the next tee box and just repeat over and over again, golf courses are really short. I ran uh, about three and a quarter miles, just over a 5K, and it took me 13 holes to do it. I know for a fact that just walking nine hole rounds, I can clear three and a half miles in nine holes with no problem. So that may be the future measure of how I'm doing with my golf games. Not necessarily the score, or the handicap, or how quick I can get around the golf course, but how long in terms of yardage it takes me to go. Because that was that really shocked me at how short the course was. Uh, and I mean going back from the, the back tees all the way to the, the front of the green. Anyway. What I've done for this project, trying to capture these pictures, was go to a golf course with no clubs, uh, with no balls. I wasn't even hitting random shots. And that was, uh, that was something new for me. I was trying to think if I'd ever really done that. You know, just walking down the fairways and looking and noticing features, it's different than when I've walked the golf course plane. I walked the majority of my rounds, but what I've figured out, I guess, is that Maybe I haven't done as good a job playing golf with my head up, uh, noticing the scenery as I would have professed. Maybe I spend a lot more time with my head down, looking for my ball, thinking about my next golf shot, worrying about my swing, those sorts of things. Uh, what I, and it's also very different than watching a professional tournament. Uh, there you've got a, a rope line situation. You know, I've been to Valhalla for a PGA, a senior PGA, I volunteered on the shotlink team for the Barbersall when it came here to the Lexington area. 
So, but even that's different because you're you're focusing on the play or uh, the logistics of getting around the course. You're not necessarily taking in the features. Um, so when we were out there, uh, we stayed off the greens, but we kind of had the run of the place since the courses were closed otherwise. They'd been maintained. Uh, everything had been mowed. Uh, they weren't raking bunkers, but everything else was in uh, shape. I could have, uh, I would have happily paid money to play the course in the condition that it was in. Um, but what really struck me was, one, I saw the greens so much better not playing them. Just walking around, looking for shadows and tilts and those sorts of things. I was able to see crowns and humps that I, I'd never seen before. It was really revealing. Um, and also the, the intersection of things where maybe a, a mound meets a flat spot, meets the rough or the fairway, sort of those interplays. And those those much more being out there just taking pictures than I would have ever done um, playing. You know, taking the family out there, that was something special. Uh, with this isolation that we've been doing, we had the place to ourselves. Make no mistake, we were the only people out there on however many acres Kearney Hill is. And it, it was great just to have that freedom of movement, uh, to have that sunshine on us, and having some exercise without having to worry who's coming down the sidewalk or where we're getting too close to somebody. It was such a perfect combination of mental and physical release to be out there. And that may be coloring my sentiment some, uh, very honestly, but... It was, you know, we were picking up sticks. The kids were rolling down hills as children want to do. Um, you know, a, a peat dive mogul containment mound looks like Mount Everest to a two-year-old, so he was just having great fun, as was the five-year-old. And it reminded me, it made me think, uh, you know, of St. Andrews, of the old course, which is, if you're not aware, there's no play on St. Andrews on Sundays, except for the Open Championship. Uh, because it's public space and they turn it into a public park. There's no golf played. And, you know, I admit that part of the fun of being Kearney Hill, like I said, was being alone out there by ourselves. Uh, even on my run, it was a, a great jog. Mowing over or running over a closely mowed turf is, if you're going to do uh, off-road running, that's the way to do it. Um, but I'm all in on this idea. I understand that it's virtually impossible right now in the golf space for uh, golf courses to even think about being closed for one day a week um, or even one, one day a month, probably. But this is something I want to think about. This really made an impression on me, um, just to be able to enjoy the green space freely, um, you know, do no harm. Obviously, we stayed off the greens. The, the dog wasn't exactly the, the best. She doesn't, she doesn't know about greens, but... Uh, we kept the kids off there. I didn't make any messes in the bunkers. It was, uh, it was something special. I get it now. I'd always thought for the old course, like, oh, that's a fun concept. And when you have wall-to-wall -wall booked tee times, you can afford to, to only be open six days a week. Uh, it, it couldn't be feasible here. Well, maybe, maybe not. You know, I wonder if it couldn't be. I ran a, a 10K last year at Lakeside Golf Course. Part of the course was out and back over the golf course and then uh, we switched around and ran the there's an adjacent park and we ran the hills over there too and it was great it probably shut down play for half a day on a friday 
but there were a couple hundred people at the race. They had a music concert um, and snacks and beer pavilion and all of that afterwards. It was a big time. I think it was a, a pretty successful event. So, you know, in Lexington may be the model. We have five city-owned golf courses here for regulation length and, and one par three. And maybe there's some space for, and maybe there's a market uh, for using that green space for alternative uses, like just having green space. Um, you know, it, it obviously isn't going to have the return on investment uh, that operating a golf course would on a weekend. Uh, and that's what I'm struggling with. Uh, maybe rotating one day a month amongst the, the five courses could work. Um, you know, I don't know how much demand there would be for it. Um, not everybody's experienced. Like I said, we were out there at Kearney Hill all by ourselves. Nobody else was out there. Um, and that may change the experience. But this is something I'm going to think about. This is going to be a new hobby. Um, I don't know if you out there, if you've taken to walking or using your golf course, if that's a green space you can utilize for uh, non-golf purposes. If it is, chime in. Uh, reach out to me over at on Twitter at uh, BlindShotsPod. And let me know uh, if that has worked well for you. Uh, in any event, thanks for stopping by another episode. I just like to have these small rants every once in a while. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you didn't, sorry about that. I'll try to do better next time. Uh, remember that my show, The Blind Shots Podcast, is a member of the Talking Golf Network of shows. You can find the whole queue over at TalkingGolf.com. That's 1G. Uh, we'll continue next time with our Scotland Experience series. We've got a, something a little different, a roundtable with Matt and Fred and I talking about some of our uh, favorite experiences from that trip. So I hope you'll stick around and check those out here soon. Uh, until then, I hope you're being safe and being smart and staying sane. If the isolation and quarantine is getting to you, reach out to somebody, um, even if you're just checking on them. Uh, check out, check on your friends and loved ones. Make sure they're doing okay, not just physically but mentally. This has been, uh, you know, an adjustment. It's been tough on everybody. Uh, they're your friends, or your family. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to annoy them. You probably annoy them anyway. So go ahead and check in on them. Make sure they're okay. Uh, more states are lifting their restrictions on golf. That's good news for us diehards. It's good news for the business and the industry. So hopefully if you're not playing golf now, you're getting to very soon. Until then, if only in your golf daydreams, decide to go for it and take dead aim.